All right, all right. Welcome to Newsmax Daily for Wednesday, September the 6th, 2023. The 36th Wednesday of the year, the first of four Wednesdays this month of September. Today, 9-6-2023 is Read a Book Day, meant to encourage people of all ages and interests to indulge in the cognitive and emotional pleasure that reading can offer. It's also Fight Procrastination Day. Coincidentally or not, the exact thing that has kept many of us from reading a book, right? As someone who is somebody once famously said, you cannot escape the responsibility of tomorrow by evading it today. Or why do tomorrow what you can do today? The motto of many successful people when it comes to procrastination. On the food calendar or dessert calendar, today is National Coffee Ice Cream Day. Oh, yeah. Can you feel it already, sitting in your favorite spot, eating or indulging in some coffee, ice cream, while indulging in reading a book? Enjoy it, my friend. Enjoy. And in the news, once again, the top story is one that you're not going to hear that much about on a lot of networks. Not the return of masks. Not Vice President Harris at the Southeast Asian Nations Summit. Not Antony Blinken in Ukraine. Or even Trump's poll numbers. But the one that says President Joe Biden abruptly or rudely or inappropriately walks out of the Medal of Honor ceremony at the White House. That's what a lot of international newspapers are printing today, right after fastening the nation's highest military honor around the neck of retired Army Captain Larry Taylor, 81-year-old retired Army Captain Larry Taylor, before the closing benediction was even read. Megyn Kelly, host of The Megyn Kelly Show, was on the balance with Eric Bowling. What happened today was horrifying. I mean, he truly, how's he going to run the country when he can't even run a Medal of Honor ceremony? He can't do anything. He, he looked completely lost. All he had to do was stand there, Eric. It wasn't like he had a hard task in front of him. He just had to stand there. He missed the end of it. There was a prayer to close out the ceremony. He's done it before. He knows what to do. He doesn't remember. He's losing his faculties before our very eyes. And it's sad. It's sad. It's sad for us that we're all going to have to deal with this as the citizenry While the leader of the free world, our president, deteriorates before our very eyes. How is he going to run economic policy? Why do you think he's getting the numbers he's getting on approval ratings and uh, likability and inflation? My God, people understand he's not competent to handle it. Um, You know, just not for nothing either. But like the freak out about Mitch McConnell, which I understand. I, I share in the concerns about Mitch McConnell and what we've seen these past six weeks. But the people who didn't call out Joe Biden can spare me. The people who didn't call out John Fetterman, the people who didn't call out Dianne Feinstein. They can spare me because Joe Biden can't put two sentences together. He can't get himself through a Medal of Honor ceremony. He can't walk up the stairs. We could keep going down the list. Mitch McConnell had two instances where he froze. All right. For 30 seconds and seemed to zone out. That's not great. But you can't even compare it. So on this front, I I look at these. I'm like, you first. Why don't you get rid of DiFi? Let her leave the Senate. Let John Fetterman leave the Senate. Why do the Republicans have to get rid of their top guy who's been instrumental in steering all these great justices to the Supreme Court, to other federal courts? Why does he have to go first? I'm curious why you're so very concerned about him, but you couldn't care less about the guy who's in the Oval Office, right? So just, when you say anything about Joe Biden, you get accused of ableism, you get accused of ageism, and this latest Wall Street Journal poll proves exactly how it's neither of those things. Because the same people, you know, 72% don't think that Joe Biden can do it. Those same people think Trump can. Uh, an, a, a majority of people believe Trump is going to be just fine, even though he's only three and a half years younger than Joe Biden. It's not based on age. 
They have no problem with age. It's individual. It, it's based on a case by case situation. And Joe Biden's not measuring up. Megyn Kelly on with Eric Bowling. The Wall Street Journal poll she's referencing shows 73% of all voters, Democrats included, 73% think Joe Biden is too old to run for re-election. The same poll shows 60% of Republican voters supporting Donald Trump. 60%. On Newsmax.com this morning, former President Trump has opened a 34-point lead over his nearest rival, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, in the race for the 2024 Republican presidential nomination, according to a new poll from CNN. Trump receives 52% support among Republicans and Republican-leaning independent voters. That's crucial. DeSantis getting 18%. We go back to Eric Bowling, who also spoke with Laura Trump. It's really amazing to see that they will go to the ends of the earth to do anything they can to prevent one man, Donald Trump, from ever getting back in that White House. And quite frankly, that tells you all you need to know about the fact that he's probably the best person to be back in that White House. You know, we talk about this a lot with you, this whole idea of all these court dates he's going to have coming up, coinciding almost perfectly with primaries, caucuses and whatnot. This does, it doesn't hurt him, though. Uh, it's the most yeah. bizarre thing I've ever seen in my life. The more they do that, the more they pull him off the campaign trail and persecute him, the more support he does wind up getting. Yeah, and it's amazing, especially with this mugshot. That's the most recent thing that they thought, well, that'll really you know, put the nail in the coffin for Donald Trump. And I'll tell you what, Eric, it really kind of rallied more support around him than I think they ever anticipated, because anyone out there who has been wronged by this system, the same system that is going against Donald Trump right now, the same system that a, a guy who's the most recognizable in the world needed a mugshot, are you kidding me? They all see themselves in that mugshot now of Donald Trump, and he has garnered so much more support. Uh, it's sort of amazing. So, yeah, I'm sure they'll do everything they can to trip him up, keep him out of uh, the areas where he needs to be campaigning. The great news is that Donald Trump is one of the most popular figures in the world. If he wants to get a message out, he will get it out. He will continue to campaign. Nothing has stopped him before, and I guarantee you this will be no different. He will never quit. He will never back down. He will continue, and I believe he'll be the 47th president of the United States. Yeah, like I said, we saw we saw defendants coming out or accused, like Rudy Giuliani, some of the other people, the other 18, 17 or 18, and they came out with a, a bit of a concerned face. Trump came out, and it was like, he was more focused than maybe I've ever seen him. And Laura, you know, I've known the guy almost 30, maybe more than 30 years. That was the most focused I've ever seen him. That's Eric Bowling, host of The Balance with Laura Trump last night. Yesterday, I mentioned that the Senate was returning to Capitol Hill, including Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, who spoke on the Senate floor for the first time since having that freeze-up episode last week. For more on Washington, we go to Greta Van Susteren. It has begun, not the NFL season, that's later this week, but the showdown over a possible government shutdown. First out of the gate after Labor Day is the White House slipping Politico its memo. The White House writes, House Republicans should keep their promise to the country and remember lives are at stake in the government funding debate, including the fight against fentanyl trafficking, end of quote. One border state Republican, our next guest, is gearing up for a spending fight battle. In a series of tweets, he said, Let's roll, saddle up, and game time. House Judiciary Committee member, Texas Congressman Chip Roy joins me. Good evening, sir. 
Good evening, Greta. How are you? I'm very well. With much of Washington, at least on your side of the aisle, um, your side of the house, uh, the hill rather, they're out of town. Is work being done towards reaching negotiation on government funding by that September 30th deadline? Yeah, well, first of all, I'm here in D.C. Uh, I think we ought to be in D.C. doing our job. And I think we've got to uh, do what the American people sent us here to do, which is check this administration. That's what this is all about, holding them accountable. Uh, nobody sent me to Washington to be a rubber stamp for the status quo and to continue doing what this administration is doing to the American people. The absolute chutzpah of this administration to put out a memo where they want to say that somehow because we want to hold them accountable to the border crisis they've created that have endangered the lives of the American people, caused 70,000 plus Americans to die from fentanyl poisonings. They should have to talk to the moms that I sat at last week in my own district where they've lost their own kids. My friend Stephanie, who lost her son Tucker. My friend Janelle, who lost her son Noah, all in the last couple of years. It's absolutely tragic. And now they want to try to use that to say, oh, if we dare try to hold them accountable for the open borders that are causing that mess and that crisis, that somehow we're going to undermine the ability to stop fentanyl, that's absurd. You know what it really shows? They're afraid. They know if Republicans go after them for all that they are doing to the American people, they're losing. So Republicans you, need to be in town and hold the line. But do you see your fellow Republicans agreeing with you? Because first of all, you've got to get some agreement on your own side. Is the Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, for instance, in agreement with the three things you're looking for? Policy changes on border, policy changes on the weaponization of, just, of, of uh, DOJ and FBI, as well as issues about woke policies at the Pentagon. Is the Speaker of the House in agreement with you? Yeah, well, we'll see. We've been having the conversations that we need to have with the Speaker's office. And uh, look, I think the Speaker is doing what most of my colleagues are doing, which has been out in their districts talking to their constituents. I talked to 10 of my colleagues today, every one of them hearing a very loud, united voice from the American people they represent that they're sick of it, sick of the status quo. Kevin's hearing the same thing. We have a job to do. And we need to be united as Republicans. But I'm not going to listen to the normal D.C. swamp excuse machine. Texas Congressman Chip Roy on the record with Greta Van Susteren, which is weeknights at 6 o'clock Eastern, by the way, on Newsmax. Roy's comments similar to what we heard from House from his House colleague Matt Gates of Florida yesterday. If you missed yesterday's Newsmax Daily, be sure to go back and check it out. A great segment with Gates who was filling in on a Newsmax show and South Dakota Governor Christy Nome. Radio host Todd Starnes, who's filling in for Chris Salcedo, also talked about Speaker McCarthy and the GOP. Speaker McCarthy wants to pass a continuing resolution, a bill that would keep the government operating at current funding levels until December to give Congress more time to sort out a long-term funding deal. But they don't need more time. Every member of Congress has a desk calendar. They know the deadlines. The House Freedom Caucus says they plan to play hardball, no short-term spending bills. And they would also oppose any short-term bill that did not include a border security bill, along with any bill that did not address the weaponization of the Justice Department or the FBI. Congressman Chip Roy, the Republican from Texas, said he would use every tool he had at his disposal to stop a continuing resolution that was structured in a way he found unacceptable. Congressman Ralph Norman, the Republican from South Carolina, said if a shutdown occurs, then so be it. Speaker McCarthy may have a much bigger problem on his hands here, America, 
There are already rumblings in D.C. about a motion to vacate the chair. It's the only weapon conservatives have to keep McCarthy in line. Now, should he cross the spending Rubicon, the speaker could be out of a job. To date, Republicans have not accomplished anything except hosting hearing after hearing after hearing. Alejandro Mayorkas still has a job. So does Merrick Garland. And President Biden is eating ice cream somewhere at this hour. Not a single person in the Biden administration has been impeached. All talk, no action. That's the Republican motto under Speaker McCarthy. Todd Starnes on The Chris Salcedo Show and on Rob Schmidt tonight. Academy Award-winning actor John Voight has been a great voice of reason for American culture, and he joins us again tonight. And, sir, it's good to have you back on the show. You know, much of this cultural rot uh, comes from where you live uh, in Southern California in the business that, that you're in. I'm not saying that as an insult. It's just a fact. Well, you can't blame me, Rob. No, you can't. Uh, Look, uh, you know, we've seen an enormous, in in the time of my life, I've seen an enormous change in this country, and it's all been quite uh, disturbing. Uh, The congressional record of 1963, in the 60s were a time I was uh, very active trying to get my tools to be an actor. Uh, The the agenda of the KGB was listed as uh, we're going to divide the United States divide the citizens of the United States uh, through uh, the press, through the schools, take God out of the, out of the schools, and, uh, uh, and divide the country by race and age and gender. And uh, they certainly have accomplished this in this rather short period of time. Uh, they have, uh, and, and, it's, and it's drifted toward, and what is, the, what is, the, what is Marxism? Uh, based on what is their uh, engine that, that that gives them guidance? It's c- certainly not God. Yeah. So we have a lot of uh, atheism that's uh, uh, coming forth, and now we have an amazing, you know, uh, appearance of, uh, of of Satan in our community now. Uh, scary. It's a difficult time. It's a very scary time. Academy Award-winning actor John Voight on Rob Schmidt tonight. Voight also has a new TV series coming out. It's called Land of Israel. It's going to premiere this Saturday night on Newsmax. Which is very serious business, of course, because you're tracing, and it's serious business, but tremendous fun for us, because we're tracing God's story. And Stephen came up with it. He said, this is the land of Israel, God's story. And it, it indeed is God's story because it's God making an effort to connect with human beings for the first time and setting a, a goal of creating a nation that will give us a guidepost toward righteousness. And uh, this, this story of this land, this tremendous drama of, this, of the story of this land is, is what I fell in love with. And then I said, well, uh, okay, guys, let's go to Israel because every stone tells a story in Israel, and it'll be a remarkable way to 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 bring the reality of this intervention, God's intervention with humankind through Abraham, uh, to light. And uh, that's what we're doing, and we uh, and it's quite amazing what we've accomplished. 
and and, uh, and a lot of fun because of my my friend Stephen Paul. Well, it's it's it sounds great. It's it's on Newsmax. Uh, it's it's a Saturday at eight p.m. Uh, right here on Newsmax. Rob Schmidt with Academy Award-winning actor and true American patriot John Voight. Greg Kelly, host of Greg Kelly Reports, also had an announcement last night. A new time, 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock on the West Coast. Welcome to Greg Kelly Reports. And I'm very excited. Some folks, let's face it, they go to sleep before 10 o'clock. And I think this could get a lot more eyeballs on our program, which we are very, very proud of. And for you uh, late night owls, please stick around for The Right Squad with Chris Plant. It's a fabulous show right after this one. So as we start our new season at 9 o'clock, I thought I would start out by telling you a little bit, basically, the, the founding principles of this show. And they're tightly aligned with the founding principles of this country. Number one, our founding fathers, I believe, and I'm not alone here, they were divinely selected almost, right? That all of those great men would have been alive at that time in the history of the world coming together to build the United States Constitution, the greatest document short of the Bible in existence, in my opinion. Yes, I do love our country. I love our history. I was excited. Were you? Do you remember the 1976 bicentennial? I was, uh, what, six, seven years old? It was awesome. And America was into it. Everybody, we had a culture, we had a country, and we came together as kids, big time. Kids, we dressed up as Minutemen. There I am on the left, my brother's on the right. We were Minutemen from the Revolutionary War, marching in the July 4th parade. We went to see the Liberty Bell back when they actually let you touch it. And we explored Independence Hall, and we did all those things that, quite frankly, Americans used to do before this toxic and false notion that America is fundamentally a racist country. Hey, and growing up, I knew about the Civil War. You knew about the Civil War. We all learned about the horrors of slavery. I remember vividly in first grade learning about slavery. And wow, Thomas Jefferson did that? Wow, but he was great. Yeah, he was great, but he did something bad. And like, it was all part of the package. And we still loved America, America. That's Greg Kelly, host of Greg Kelly Reports, now at 9 o'clock Eastern, and The Right Squad with Chris Plant, Jen Pellegrino, Mercedes Schlapp, and great guests is now at 10 o'clock Eastern. Make sure you check out both of those shows. As I mentioned at the open, Secretary of State Antony Blinken made an unannounced visit to Ukraine today where he said the U.S. will pledge even more aid to Ukraine. We've seen good progress in the counteroffensive. It's very heartening. We want to make sure that Ukraine has what it needs not only to succeed in the counteroffensive, but has what it needs for the long term. In Washington, Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre is holding another White House press briefing this afternoon where they're ratcheting up the COVID talk and talk about masks as a school district in Maryland 
has already implemented a mask mandate or requirement. That is going to be a mess there for sure. And the president is speaking to more unions today as he ratchets up his anti-Trump talk in hopes of winning endorsements from some of the country's biggest unions. And don't forget, Newsmax is available on most major cable systems if you have AT&T, Dish, DirecTV, Cox, Cable, Comcast, Fios, Spectrum, Xfinity, etc., 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 then you have Newsmax TV. It's also on your favorite platforms like Amazon, Apple TV, Roku, and others. I thank you, as always, for sharing your day with me. Thank you for listening to the Newsmax Daily. I'm Tony Marino at radio underscore Marino on the X. Enjoy the rest of your day or night and keep on fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.